Callie and Dave, pineapple culture. It's not just a culture, though. It's a way of life. B-I-N-E-A-P-P-L-E, culture, culture. Callie and Dave are here to call you out on all your mistakes. It's a buffet of hearsay. Callie and Dave are bringing all other passionate hot takes on Monday. Not Tuesday. P I N E A P P L E C U L T U R E. Culture. Culture. Welcome back, everyone, to the podcast. Uh, I'm Dave. I'm Callie. And we just want to thank you so much for all of our listeners supporting us through our first podcast. Whoop. We dropped it, Callie. We and this it. is our second one. We dropped it like it was hot, and it's still hot. Thank so you we guys. want to give a shout out to everyone who re- responded to either the Instagram post or the Twitter. We also have a Gmail, which is pineappleculture717 at gmail.com. Yeah, so if you guys have any questions or inputs or just like you just want to hate on us, we would and you don't want to make it public and you don't want us to like screenshot your DM, just throw it into our Gmail and we'll Yeah, why? Because we can't screenshot an email. That's right, <laughs> David. <laughs> yeah, guys, so hope your uh, your week was good. Happy Thanksgiving to all you um, Thanksgiving celebrators so out like, there. Americans, that's Americans. That's well, can, yeah. Canada has a Thanksgiving. Celebrate. I think it's the thank- real Thanksgiving. Is yeah, that like that's like a whole "How I Met Your Mother" episode. That is. That they is. Like, they like the real Thanksgiving. Yeah, where, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, so again, we really love you guys. Thank you so much for all the support. So uh, yeah, just keep sharing all that Spotify. Hopefully, by this time, when you're listening to it, either on the Anchor or Spotify uh, podcast, we will have iTunes ready. We are still pending on iTunes. So either if we're not on iTunes yet, write them a letter and tell them to put us on. But uh, hopefully we'll be on. Or get rid of all of your Apple products. Go to Android. Go to Google. Join the dark side. No, 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 no. (laughs) Everyone knows Apple is better. We're recording on an Apple. This is a whole other podcast. Yeah. No, Apple is far superior. No one likes, no one likes, I know like five people that have like Whatever phones you have, the Google Pixel. Or Google Pixel Three XL. Whoop whoop. Yeah. And a Dell. App- so many people have Dell laptops. Mm, yeah, like my dad had one. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, roasted. Hey guys, a lot of things happened last week, so we're we're, we're really excited to jump into everything. Um, the big the big thing that we want to talk about is, I mean, it happened like what four days ago. If you're listening to this on Monday, which is okay because you're allowed to listen to it on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever you want. Um, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, Thanksgiving. How did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did have a good Thanksgiving. Good, good, good. I'm, I'm glad. What did you do for Thanksgiving? Um, well, you know, I had, uh, I doubled down on Thanksgiving. Oh. Yeah, I had uh, a little. I had one foot in one part of my family, and then another foot in the other part so of my like family. One foot, one foot in the turkey, one foot in the mashed potatoes. Yeah, one foot in the turkey, on the one foot in the and 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 the mashed potatoes. Oh. <laughs> Pretty long. Uh, so basically, it's when a friend group gets together and just eats Thanksgiving food together, as opposed to a traditional Thanksgiving when you have it with your family. So it can happen at really at any time between Halloween and Christmas. You can have a friendsgiving. Right, right. And I, I mean, I really like the idea of it for people that don't necessarily like going to their family for, for uh, Thanksgiving, because a, a lot of people have like you know broken families, or they're, it's a hard time for them to go back to their families. And it, like, brings up some, you know, like, past resentments. Not that any of our listeners have troubled families or anything. So I like the idea for that. But 
I am asking the question, are Friendsgivings, Friendsgivings overrated? Are Friendsgivings overrated? Are Friendsgivings overrated? I'm going to go no. I'm going to go no. So you want more Friendsgivings? I just think... You want unlimited Friendsgivings. Everyone just... All your friends groups, all 15 of your friend groups, you just piling on I mean, Friendsgivings. That's what's happening right now. And it's just nice, especially when we have busy schedules and we can't all hang out besides, like, Friendsgivings. It's like Friendsgivings, Christmas party, and if we go to the beach for the day. So why don't you just throw a Thanksgiving party then? That's basically what a Friendsgiving is. I feel like there's so much pressure around a Friendsgiving. You know, you have to bring a food to eat, and you have to, like, set a table, and you have to sit around. Um, and I, I'm, I'm specifically speaking off of, like, a couple Friendsgivings that I had last year. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I love everyone around this table, and I want to hang out with them and do things. Mm -hmm. And the pressure was like, okay, we have to, like, sit around a table and, like... You gotta stay in your spot. Yeah, and also, the people choose, that's one of my favorite things in the world, is watching people, like, subtly run to choose their seat at the table, and not, like, like be mean or anything. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, you can sit at the loser table. Because that actually happened at the one of the Friendsgivings that I went to with you. you I walked in late. And I was like, and I was, and, but no one had picked their seats yet. And they were like running around and like, you know, and I brought in my uh, 15 tacos from Taco Bell because that's a staple at all Friendsgivings. Taco Bell tacos. Yes. Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, okay, let's all. And like everyone like left their phones and their jackets <laughs> and they were like, we where are you sitting? Seats. Oh, sit here. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, I don't know. Why, why do we have to? And we sat around the people that we ended up talking to the most anyways and so, like, and I feel like the, you're just adding an extra layer of, like, choosing tier groups of friends. Okay, so it can be, if it's a big group, it can be selective. But what about, like, small Friendsgivings? So last year I had a you Friendsgiving. Mean dinner? You mean dinner <laughs> at, at, at a friend's house? No, a Friendsgiving, because it's celebrate friends around Thanksgiving time. There was, like, seven of us. And shout out to the girls. And it was seven of us, and we sat around a big table, lovely place settings, and we it was just intimate, and it was, like... It was like a Thanksgiving, but smaller. Did everyone bring their own food? Um. Did you make a turkey? I did not make a turkey, no. Someone made a turkey? I think there was turkey. There should have been turkey. You don't remember this? Such a long time ago? It's been like a year. Oh, this is last year. It's last year. Oh, okay. It's last year. So we also, we also like dressed up, and it was like a nice like event. You guys dressed like pilgrims and Native Americans? Yes. That's exactly what we did. No, we wore, we wore a nice dress. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Actually, our next Friendsgiving coming I up. I kind of want to dress like that. Our next Friendsgiving coming up, it's a black tie Thanksgiving, if you look at the invitation. So here's the option. We wear black ties, or we show up as Native Americans and pilgrims. Mm. Mm. That's, the, that's the other thing. Not everyone can always make it to Friendsgiving. That's true. So it's like, and you kind of feel bad. It's like, oh, no, sorry, man, I work I, at night. I can't come to Friendsgivings. Yeah. I don't know. I think... Friendsgiving is just a lame excuse for everyone to get together and, and eat and hang out when you can just be like, hey, man, I'm just going to throw a party. Come bring your own food and let's eat and hang out. So next year, we throw a Thanksgiving party. Not a Friendsgiving. Yeah. A Thanksgiving party. Yeah. Take what? the pressure away from it. So we just have, like, food on tables and everyone just, like, stand around like a normal party. and yeah. You can do whatever you want for that party. I just think there is too much pressure to make it too much of a proper Thanksgiving-esque meal. And just make it what it is. I think it's just a group of friends hanging out. I think it's nice to have some structure because you have a Halloween party, right? You have a bunch of Halloween parties, and then you have a bunch of Christmas parties. And in the middle, you have another holiday, Thanksgiving. And yeah. it's just nice not to have like parties in a row where it's like the same kind of party format each time. 
and you have this random one thrown in that you only do once a year. Because even Fourth of July parties, you like may sit down for like ten minutes, but you get up and it's warm and you're playing games and you're doing all those things. Yeah, I mean, I guess, well, guys, let us know. Are you big fans of Friendsgiving or a big fan of uh, hating Friendsgiving? <laughs> so let us know, guys. Um, what's your favorite uh, th- uh, Friendsgiving or Thanksgiving uh, food? You can say tacos if you want. I'm not going to say tacos. I will stick by this forever. Mashed potatoes. Mm, you like the lumps in it? Creamy mashed potatoes. Creamy mashed potatoes? Yeah, that are, that are like homemade, like not the box stuff. You know that some mom was in there slaving over it. Smashing, just the, smashing, smashing it, that potato. Taking the eyes off it, skim, skinning it. Yes, and made with love, and it's just mashed potatoes. Mm. Made with love is very important. What about you? Um, that's tough. I really like cranberries. I really do. And, like, I just read an article that that's, like, the most hated... I hate cranberry sauce. Why? It's just... Because it's gross. No, not, not just, like, the, the sauce kind. Not, like, the gooey, like, sauce kind where, like, it's got, like... Just straight... You just pop like straight jello. cranberries in your mouth? The cranberries that are, like, you know, like, sliced. I oh, mean, the log, like you get the out of the can. can. Yeah. The can, you, it goes... <laughs> yeah. It goes on the plate, and you <laughs> chop it up. Yeah, I really like that a lot. I, I think they're delicious. I think they're really great. Um, but I'm also... Oh, man. We lose 10 followers because you said cranberries. Yeah, like, cranberries! <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, the assortment of mac and cheese because I think it's like mm. a like a, the underdog. You know, everyone's yeah. like, you know, you got your potatoes and you got your be- green bean casseroles and your turkey and your dark meat and light meat. I'm like a really cheesy noodly kind of guy. So that's kind of like why I like mac and cheese. Baked mac and cheese, adult mac and cheese, craft mac and cheese. Wait, you don't know adult mac yeah, and cheese? Yeah, I want to go back to what adult mac and cheese. It's it's like a type of mac and cheese. Adult yeah, mac and Yeah, if you just like Google adult mac and cheese, it just is like a, it's like craft mac and cheese, but with like Parmesan cheese. So like fancy mac and cheese? <laughs> but, yeah, but it's called adult, how, that's what it's adult called. Adult mac and cheese. Because mac okay. and cheese is like usually like on the kids menu. Yeah. So this is like just explaining like uh, it's just the adult version of mac and cheese. Okay. All right. So... Hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Up next is Christmas time. And I know this is a little preemptive, but I have to ask, what is your favorite Christmas movie to watch first? Like the one you start your season off with. Oh, well, this already happened because I'm a big promote, proponent of watching Christmas movies in November and also um, Christmas music in November. Boo. Yeah, every, don't boo. Everyone give a big thumbs up if you and, and like this podcast if you listen to Christmas music before Thanksgiving. And just follow us if you listen to it after. And if you don't, unfollow us. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Don't be sad. Please don't. We're nothing without you. <laughs> um, Christmas movie, uh, well, I would say Elf, but I think uh, Polar Express was the one we watched this year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of different. It's like, you know, it's very... Uh, like magical and mystic, not very Christmassy. I mean, still very Christmassy, but yeah, they go not... to the North Pole to yeah, see Santa yeah, on Santa. Christmas Eve. You might call it a Christmas movie. <laughs> I also like Elf. Elf. I think I think Elf is a uh, is one of the movies that you can just rewatch year after year after year after year. Now, do you like Elf or do you love it? Because people either love Elf or they hate Elf. I think I like Elf. You don't love it? <laughs> no, I love I love Elf. I really do. I think Will Ferrell, I think that was like Step Brothers, and then Elf was like the height of his career. You know, you Anchorman just... Anchorman is also up there. Height of his career? You think Anchorman was the height of Will Ferrell's career? I think Anchorman was pretty high up there. 
Yeah, maybe. Maybe. There's some better. There's some better Will Ferrell movies out there. Uh, guys, let us know if you want to do a Will Ferrell podcast. Yeah, we're not doing a Will Ferrell. <laughs> we're not doing a Will Ferrell podcast. But Adam Sandler. We'll we'll do an Adam Sandler. We we'll do an Adam Sandler podcast. Yeah. We want to watch bedtime stories. Yeah, and Jack and Jill. <laughs> First dates. Are good. Fifty First Dates is a good movie, though. It's a good movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm a big. Uh, what about you? What about you for Christmas movies? So I'm not a big Christmas person in general. So I normally will because you hate and your and your heart is full of hatred. My friends they call me a Grinch. They have called, said my heart is two sizes too small. Also a good, year. also a good Grinch Christmas is, movie. So yes, my go-to one is either the first Santa Claus movie with Tim Allen mm. or How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's a good one. But the cartoon one first, and then mm. the Jim Carrey one. People like hate that movie. Jim Carrey one. Yeah, it's like really well known that it's a hated Christmas. Why? movie. Why? It's so good. It's so funny. It's too extra for no reason. Like, watching as a kid, I'm like, oh, this is funny. Watching as an adult, hearing all of his adult, like, uh, 6 p.m., I cry myself to sleep, 7 p.m., and it's all of those different things on his list. Wallow in self-misery. So, I, mean, I feel that. <laughs> uh, fun story about the, the Grinch. Jim Carrey, like, took him, like, five hours to get all that makeup on him and everything every day, and so he would uh, get dressed, like, really early in the morning for his shoot, and he got on set one time, and he saw someone else dressed up as the Grinch. Yeah, exactly like him with the makeup and the outfit on and everything. And he lost it. And he, like, went back to his trailer and he was like, this is crap. Like, I should be doing all my extra stunts and I should be doing all my extra, like, uh, bits and lines and I really want to get into this character. And he was, like, losing. He was so mad. Turned out that it was actually the director that dressed up because the director wanted to know what it was like to go through that makeup every day. Wow. And he only did it once. And so that's... It's amazing directing. Wow. Yeah. That's dedication to your yeah. to your craft. Right. Wow, that's really good. So Kelly, week in review, you know, this is our second podcast and we are uh, a podcast weekly review podcast. So. I know people may be confused, but we are not a movie podcast. Yeah, I was really bummed week. when you brought up movies again. I'm like, dang it, this is not a movie <laughs> podcast. Um, some of the some of the big topics that I have, uh, we have from the global citizens, you know, dot org slash content. Um, they have a really amazing uh, article that really stuck out to me. India rules sex with a child bride is always rape and a massive win for girls' rights. So if you guys didn't know this, uh, India uh, it's really popular in India for them to have lots of brides. And they also are betrothed, like very arranged marriages. And they also can like marry as young as like 14 years old and be betrothed to their husbands who are not always the same age as them. And so apparently this law would just been passed to fill in a loophole for men not to have sex with these uh, children that are, are uh, under the age of consent. So they made a, even though you're, they made a law, even though you're married, you cannot have sex with someone without consent until I believe, I think in the article, the age of consent in India is 18 years old. And so there was a clause and India rape laws that lowered the age of consent to 15 if the girl was married. So the, it, it's a real big win for India and, and women from all around the world. So it's just a big shout out to India. You know, they're taking one step in the right direction. Uh, and, you know, but they always say like three steps forward, one step back. You know, there's a, this, this world, world is full of cruel and evil people and they're really trying to corrupt the this situation and there's people fighting back and they're they're india is kind of like outraged and they're they have these uh they're trying to write petitions to make this law 
illegal because they're saying, oh, I'm married to this woman. I can have sex with whoever I want if I'm married to them. And these young girls are now allowed not to give consent. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, definitely a big leap forward for India. So like you said, it's three steps forward, one step back. That's still two steps forward. So kind of... That is, that's good math. That is, thank you. Some quick math. You don't, uh, student? Uh, So a big thing um, with India is around uh, in the 2016 National Crimes Record Bureau, 95% of rapists were not strangers, but family, friends, and neighbors. So it's very difficult um, before a lot of this happened, and still in India, to, to report a sexual assault or rape case mm-hmm. because so many of them are people that you know, as opposed to America, where it's a little bit different. Statistics kind of lean a little bit more in the stranger category. If we're looking around like the early 2000s, moving kind of more familiar into the mid-2000 area. But a big thing is that it's committed by so many people that they know, which is why the statistics are so crazy. But with this child bride uh, kind of change that is happening in India, it will actually lower the statistic and give more accurate rape statistics in India, which is super helpful for the entire UN's view of rape and sexual assault on a global level. But yeah. So I say big, big uh, cheer for India. Yeah. Okay. One, two, three, yeah. Yeah. There you go, India. Thank you. I was ready to go hip hip hooray. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> I don't know how a clap's gonna, how it's gonna sound again? in the, yeah, sure. Right. One, two, two three. three. Hip, hip, hurrah. Uh, oh, um, I thought we, okay. Well, another, po- another on this podcast, we also like to call people out. That's right. Callie, I have the best thing that happened last week, and I'm so excited. Let to call me know. Out. <laughs> Mr. Tesla himself, because Elon Musk <laughs> is too hard to remember. <laughs> Elon Musk. debuted his Cybertruck, and boy, boy, oh boy, (laughs) does this truck look like the worst truck (laughs) in the history of trucks. Now, I know, I don't, I I know a few truck lovers, you know, some of my really close friends have amazing trucks, and I've asked them about this, and they said that the truck looks like something from a video game that never came out as a video game. I think that's a beautiful review. Really so Elon Musk says, "I would say Need for Speed Two. What? What? <laughs> Need, for, Need for Speed Two came out. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I want like to give them like the benefit of the doubt. With this First truck. off, don't bash a Need for Speed Two. I grew up with Need for Speed. So did I. Hot Pursuit on the PS. Yeah. One. <laughs> oh no, no, I played it on my PC. Oh, I had PC? the steering wheel and pedals. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we had a good childhood. Yeah, so Elon Musk says 146, 100,000 Tesla Cybertrucks ordered in under three days. Despite botched launch. So let's talk about this botched launch. Tell me about the launch, because I want to hear about the launch. So Elon Musk is like, yo, let's bring out the truck, and it's, like, amazing. And he's, like, saying how it's, like, stainless steel on the side, and it and it's bulletproof, which I don't know why that's important. And it's, like, steel, or it's, like, a scrape-proof, and, like, it, it can run over curbs and such. So this guy gets, like, this steel ball, and he's like, watch, it's shatterproof. And throws this steel ball at the window, and the window cracks. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it doesn't shatter, so they weren't wrong. I just felt bad, because then they did the rest of the the debut with that shattered window. Like, how, do, how do you think Mr. Tesla felt? Well, I mean, it was kind of like, you know, didn't Steve Jobs... You remember? Did you ever watch the movie? I don't know if it was the one with Ashton Kutcher as Steve Jobs. I don't remember... It. What, what exactly which one it was but like he went on and Steve Jobs and it like crashed and it didn't work the very first time and they they were like yo just make it just make it work as best as possible that was like the 1990s yeah 
and I don't think they expected it to crash, and he threw the steel ball. I don't know if he threw it too hard or just hit the hit a delicate spot, and they did the rest. And so it's like the guy, Elon Musk, is up there talking, and behind him is like this cracked window <laughs> of a truck. <sighs> but hey, man, 146,000 uh, uh, pre-orders. I, I don't know when it's going to come out. It's going to come out in a couple years, but I feel like they're going to change it. Oh, they have to. I feel like, because even the back, the back kind of ramps up like a triangle. It reminded me of like an old computer mouse. From like right, yeah, the, the pointy ones. Yeah, the pointy mm-hmm. ones that are kind of square. And so like you can't put things over the side. You'd have to walk all the way around the truck and like slide it to the back. Yeah. You know how like in trucks you can just like reach out from the side? You wouldn't be able to do that because it's just so high up by the by the front of the cab. And, yeah, I I mean, and I feel like he's trying to reach an audience, like, Central America, you know, because, like, you know, East Coast and West Coast, they love, they love their, uh, did I say Central America? (laughs) I meant to say, like, Midwestern America. (laughs) I was like, ooh, a global take? This is a hot take. You know, Mexicans and Panamanians, Panamanians, Panamanians. I don't know what the word is for them. You know, they need Tesla trucks. You could go with the easier one, like, uh... Cubans? Yeah. I've been to Panama, though. I wanted to... Have you? Because you said Panamanians. Panamans. Panama people. Anyway. The people (laughs) of Panama. They need Tesla trucks. Yeah, no. Midwestern America. Like, you know, like, Nebraska, South Dakota. Need I say more? The Great Plains. (laughs) And he's trying to appeal to them because he's trying to get them to buy into this this idea that the electric trucks are amazing. You know it goes 500 miles before a, a, a refill? Or a Five? recharge, I guess? A re- I guess? Wow, 500 miles? Yeah, well, I mean, it's not out yet. Because I think the test, the newest one goes 375 miles. That's still incredible. That's still a lot of miles. That's more than my car goes. Shout out to the 2004 Pontiac Vibe. <laughs> Don't brag about your car it's on this car. podcast. Uh, speaking of Elon Musk, he, uh, Mr. Tesla himself... Uh, his stock dropped right after the whole crack thing I happened. I saw that. I saw that. But he's still worth $23.4 billion. I know. I, that's his so funny. His net worth is $23.4 billion. It, it like dropped like $7 billion, right? Yeah. Or so 786 something yeah, like something that. Like, it was, it's not even a lot. And I was like, oh, no. But the thing was uh, Tesla's stock dropped because mm-hmm. people were pulling out. Yeah, it wasn't Mr. Tesla. It was just Tesla's stock. Well, Mr. Tesla is... Is Tesla. So I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. Definitely recommend it. It's If you have seven hours to kill in a day, definitely go listen to Joe Rogan podcast. And he was talking about uh, Elon Musk. I forget it was a couple episodes ago. And he says that Elon Musk has like shiny toy syndrome. That he's trying to do too many things and he has his hands in too many different pots. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't think that he's going to be able to like create one thing. And he kind of yeah. compared him uh, to Steve Jobs because no one has been that like resilient in like founding the way of new inventions or new creations in such a long time since Steve Jobs. I know we, we've had like different phone companies competing against each other, but Steve Jobs and Apple was just like breakthrough. Oh, Steve Jobs and, and uh, Wozniak definitely. Right. Because like, they even like Microsoft, Microsoft, like didn't they steal their stuff from Intel? Uh, <laughs> we don't talk about that. And, <laughs> and so he, he thinks that Elon Musk is just trying to do too many things and he's never going to complete something that he wants to complete. But I feel like he's already proving Joe Rogan wrong because he's sent a car in space and now he's a uh, he has this truck. But like, and isn't he trying to build a bridge under the water? Yeah, some kind of underwater yeah. bridge. But even no matter what he accomplishes, no one will be as like genre defining as Steve Jobs is. 
because like Steve Jobs, like all around, like good person as well. Like not very controversial. You know him well. Yeah, close friend. Uh, not very controversial, and like he was very good at. It's because he was a Buddhist. That's why. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's doing. He did fine. <laughs> and he did. And not like controversial. Elon Musk is very kind of like a little bit of a, from what I've heard. Not that I know Elon on a na- first name basis. Uh, but he's kind of a control freak when it comes to his inventions, as opposed to Steve Jobs, who like would make great things, but he also like utilized the creators he had, and he like so he didn't have his hand. Did you pots. see the Steve Jobs movie? Yeah, it's a it's a movie with Ash. It's a movie. Yeah, he, he was like, definitely not. He did not delegate at all. Yeah, in, in the he 1990s. was like he was like yeah he like was firing people in and the he, 1990s. Uh, I think I think you were fanboying a little bit about Steve Jobs. I think he was a little bit of a of you a wash, jerk. You wash your mouth out with that. I'm an android through and through. That's, just, th- that's true. I'm just acknowledging that Steve Jobs. But they also say that, like, the direct, the best directors are also jerks. I believe it. Yeah, like, because, like, you know, Michael Scorsese or whatever, that yeah. they're, like, kind of, like, asinine people. Oh, his whole, his whole thing with the, the Marvel? Oh, I mean, the, yeah, I mean, he doesn't like Marvel movies because he thinks they're watered-down movies, which they are. I mean, they're... I mean, <laughs> 22 later. <laughs> but, I mean, I think sometimes when you're that big of a leader and you're in charge of that many people's livelihoods, you kind of just have to... Be a little bit of a jerk. So let's say a you, jerkwad. Let's say you you owned a huge company. Me right yes, now. Yes, you right now. What company? Uh, let's see what company. Would Cheerios. You own? Cheerios. You own. Is it Kellogg's? You own Kellogg's, yes. Ooh. But Kellogg's is now bigger than you ever imagined. I'm gonna put you in a cereal box. <laughs> what do you? Which one do you want? Can you call Frosted Flakes. One you Cal- want to be hanging out with New- Tony the yeah, Tiger? Yeah, Tony the Tiger. Do one called Calios. Um, and you own a huge company. You want to? Think you would Calios? still be? Shh, focus. You can do this. You, would you still be nice, do you think, if you own, like, a huge company? Well, I don't really think I'm that nice in general right now. Would you think you'd be less nice than you are right now? Um, I, I think it kind of goes both ways. I think, like, if I'm trying to get my way mm-hmm. with something, I'm like, all right, no, this is the way we're doing it, and if, like, some of my, like, workers or whatever did it wrong, I'm, I, I would, like, oh, or they failed me, that's when I would get furious. Mm-hmm. But also, when you're that big, when you are literally the top honcho and above everyone else, you kind of have, like, the liberty to be, like, the nice guy. You know, because, like, yeah, it does fall back on your shoulders, but not really. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's people under you that are going to get fired because yeah. they're doing all your you work. You get fired, it's your company. Right, yeah. and you're just like, hey, guys, and it's and you're, like, shaking hands, and, you know, it's, like, the nice version of, like, the president. You know, oh, like, when yeah. Obama visits the, the school, we're like, Obama's the best, like, he's so cool, and you want to shake his hand, but then, like, when he's, like, everyone, like, when he goes back and does, like, his political things, we're just like, oh, I guess I could have used Trump. I don't know, whatever thing president... <laughs> I always Did you think black of, out the past three years. I don't know. Or Trump. When everyone comes to Trump, you like, oh, even if you hate Trump, I feel like you'd be like, oh, like hi, Mr. President, like you know. But then when he's gone, he's like, oh, that dang president. I feel like he. You, when you are in that position of like presenting your character, I guess, like you are, you become a public figure. You are your brand. Yeah, you. That's right. That's the word. Brand. Brand. Your Elon Musk is the Tesla brand. He is Mr. Tesla. Yeah. So I think you have a little bit of... I don't think I would be that mean of a person. Huh, but right. I can totally see Elon Musk, like, flipping out on people if... You mean the guy who... The, yeah, the, the guy who... Let's <laughs> giggle who he is. <laughs> oh, he died. <laughs> That'd be oh, horrible. Serious? That'd be awful. Oh, my goodness. You should joke about that. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, guy. Yeah. We hope you're out there. Listen to this podcast. All right. Um, so, yeah. So uh, the next thing on the list you have is uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, so... What's Game the deal with Game of Thrones? Well, Game of Thrones... Uh, Everyone turns the podcast <laughs> off. They're like, I'm done so with... Ga- We're done with Game of Game Thrones. Game of Thrones screwed me over. 
Well, one of the most, I, in my opinion, one of the most prolific TV shows uh, that kind of, you know, exists exist right now. Did you like over. the ending of Game of Thrones? No. Did you like the ending of Game of Thrones? I did. We, uh, I feel like we've talked about this. I feel like we have talked Game about Game of Thrones this. came out when? When did it? Uh, uh, did this it past spring, right? Was it the spring no, or summer? Yeah, it ended, it ended around the summertime. Because I remember we, yeah, it was. It ended around mm-hmm. June or July. And, yeah, I liked the way that it ended. I was, like, super, I loved that, like, you know what? There are still people that ha- haven't seen it that I know <laughs> that are still watching through it. So, the spoiler-free on Game of Thrones, guys. Okay. So, let's talk about the news. Game, so, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones Twitter tweeted a very, very cryptic tweet. They just tweeted one of the famous lines from the show, Winter is coming. That's it. When did they tweet that? They tweeted it on November 25th. Oh. Like, this is recent? This is very recent. So, November 25th, all I tweeted was Winter is coming. Because the prequel got canceled. Did it? Yeah. The prequel definitely got canceled. Yeah, I have... No one knows what it's about, because all they Yo, Game of Thrones, uh, their Twitter, their pinned tweet is, Everything has an end. Even Game of Thrones. Aw. Oh, rest in peace. Um, but yeah, all they tweeted was, Winter is coming with a period at the end. No exclamation yeah, mark. No I've question seen, yeah. mark. Winter is coming, period. That's it. Everyone started freaking out because there have been a lot of interviews with people like uh, the uh, character who played Tillman on the show and Amelia Clark, where they talked about that they filmed an alternate ending, but the alternate ending, obviously, we haven't seen it yet. So people are having their hopes very, very high that as a Christmas present, they'll give us the alternate ending to Game of Thrones. Because as you know, the ending was crazy. Mm-hmm. Very contra- controversial. Yes. A lot of people did not like it. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to bring it back, though, because I did hear that it did get canceled. Um, and also the tweet that happened the next day, I'm just looking up at their Twitter right now, mm-hmm. says, news from Winterfell, relive Game of Thrones with the complete series on Blu-ray and DVD. So I think they, I think it might've just An been like, ending on Blu-ray? No, I don't think so. But I think they're creating buzz. So you buy the DVDs. Mm-hmm. Cause I, you know, trapped. you know, everyone canceled their HBO subscription oh, yeah. after, uh, what was the sec- what was the other show? Um, you know, about the, the country that blew up outside of Germany. Oh, oh, uh, Chernobyl. Chernobyl, yeah. Chernobyl, yeah. Way outside of Germany. Oh, that's <laughs> pretty far out. Yeah, Chernobyl. Yeah, so, I mean, everyone kind of canceled. Yo, so Game of Thrones uh, transitioned, though. Do you know who Pedro Pascal is? I do not. Tell okay, so Pedro Pascal is this guy right here, um, and he is Oberyn... The guy f- that fought the mountain. Oh, Oberon, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Oberon. Was that his name? Yeah. He is the lead actor in Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, let that sink in. Where did his Spanish accent go? <laughs> he's the lead actor in Mandalorian. Like <laughs> He plays like this, this... It was a Spanish accent, right? You know, just a foreign accent yeah. in the show of Game of Thrones. Yeah. And now he's, uh, now he's leading the Mandalorian. Which we won't talk about, guys, but I just want to let everyone know, I watched episode three, and it is crazy. I have not, so that's why we're not talking about it. It's literally a Western meets Star Wars. You combine it, you get crazy shootouts. He literally holds his hand, like, at his holster. Because the finger thing? Yeah, that happens. It's like, wow, wow, wow. And he's like, all right, pal, (laughs) this town ain't big enough for the both of us. Things like that happen. So it's definitely very lovable. All the characters are lovable. There's not too many, like, crazy plot holes. They're still trying to figure out if it's pre or post. 
a lot of people are saying it's pre. I really hope it's post, but you know, we'll find out at the, at the very end. But Even right now, people are telling me that it's post. Who commented and said that it's definitely post. Uh, our Star Wars knowledge is not is not infinite. Pe- well, people want it to be post mm-hmm. because they don't want it to be Yoda. Yeah. You know, the baby. That's yeah. that. You, this is not a, a spoiler. A spoiler because it's on every. Literally, a trending hashtag media. for like two was uh, Baby Yoda. Right. So they don't want Baby Yoda to be Yoda. Mm-hmm. They want it to like be somewhere else. So they want it to be post. They want it, you know, to, to get at, like everyone's dead. Oh, this is a rise of Jedi's again. Maybe that's like a thousand years later. So we don't know. My, I, every time I rewatch it with someone else, I go back and forth. I'm like, because another, another, uh, Thing popped up in the first episode that I didn't realize in the first one, and I want to talk about that. But you haven't seen it yet, so hurry up and see it. Okay. Sorry, sorry, guys. That was our Mandalorian minute <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> so you guys see for a Mandalorian minute. That's our new uh, new segment. Yeah. Uh, so the next thing to talk about, uh, we we're, we're going. This is thirty minutes. What? We're going. We've, we've been going for thirty minutes. Okay. Do you have anything else? I have like yeah, like really short thing. Ben, no more saying. Final thing, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Final thing uh, Cyber Monday versus Black Friday. Just curious, where are you at? Cyber Monday versus Black Friday. I feel like we can talk about this after and we can watch some cool video. What if what if we actually watch Black Friday stuff and talk about that? We could. We could. All right. You think we should talk about that? Yeah, we can just, yeah. You don't think we should? You think we should talk about it? No, we can talk about it next week. Well, I mean, we haven't seen it. It hasn't happened no, yet. It hasn't happened yet. That's true. That's true. What if, like, the world crashes on Monday? On and Cyber then we're Monday. liars. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in for our Mandalorian Minute, and that's all I have for us. Yeah. I, I mean, you have anything else? No? No, I'm good. Cool, guys. I mean, that was the, the, the week in review, or technically kind of the month in review, because we talked about <laughs> Game of Thrones and stuff. <laughs> so hopefully you guys crush it this week. You know, get out there and just grab life by the horns. Do you hear that? What's that in the distance? Oh, is it is it our Italian intro Italian. music? Pineapple culture. Shout out to uh, Mr. Best of Ease on Twitter and uh, give him a follow. And he's a, we have a link in his dis- in our description, guys. We love you so much. Have a great rest of your week. It's a buffet of hearsay. Callie and Dave are bringing all other passionate hot takes on Monday, not Tuesday. P I N E A P P L E C U L T U R E. Culture, culture.